0: Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Stephen
1: and I'm Jamie
0: and this week we're recapping season two episode 13 his leading lady.
1: Woo-hoo. I like this episode well Jamie. I like the people in this episode.
0: <laughs> no I agree I like the people in this episode and I really really like this episode and I forgot and I how much Pacey. I like this episode. Pacey. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't like a manipulative gaslighter in this episode.
1: Leave, leave him alone.
0: He was actually, you know, being very supportive, and you know, he wasn't giving up. And in true Pacey fashion, he was like, "I can't just let her go, Dawson. I just, I'm not letting this one go. I can't. I won't."
1: No, nope, I know. I love him. I'm so proud of him. So proud. I was like, yes. <laughs> Don't let her go. Love it.
0: Love it. I mean, I think the circumstances, like, regarding her being on Xanax were just a little silly. Because I even think I said in, a, like, another past episode that, ev- like, everybody's on fucking Xanax now. So...
1: I mean, back then, maybe it was a little bit different for a high schooler to be on Xanax or whatever. But now, yeah, everybody's on Xanax. I mean, still, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> he was... I mean, whatever. We'll get to it. But I everybody's just... Everybody's
1: got anxiety. Our entire generation is yes. little... Total- With anxiety problems, it's like it's the it's like the norm. You know, totally normal now. (laughs) Probably wasn't then.
0: I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know.
1: Every every time I hear the word Xanax, I think of um, six days, seven nights. oh my god With Harrison Ford
0: <laughs> you always talk about that movie
1: Xanny's my doctor prescribed him for, and she's slurring as they're about the crash oh my gosh it's great it's classic
0: I don't think I've ever <laughs> even seen that movie
1: I love that movie <laughs> no my mom loves that movie but I love Harrison Ford so
0: yeah who doesn't I love, love that movie too he's so handsome he is um well before we get started do you want to do a little catch-up it's been a while since I said that we usually just start talking, it's so funny.
1: Oh, I know. What have you done this week?
0: uh this week it's been a little slow. I'm mm. trying to think of what I did this past weekend. I went shopping by myself. I was oh, I was trying to take my niece to go out, but she doesn't feel good, and I said. If you have the COVID, I'm not going around you. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't want to go around you. But my sister said that, you know, they were all tested and they're all negative. So I think she just has the flu. Mm. But I was still not taking that chance. And I went to Target and I bought a bunch of candles because, like, I'm obsessed. And I bought Adriana. They had Valentine's Day stuff out already. So I bought her, like, a little, I usually give her, like, a Valentine's Day gift. Mm. So I got her these, like, cute socks that have, like, different color hearts on them. And I'm just going to make her like a, like a bag. Um, I went to Hallmark and I found a bunch of new Peanuts ornaments and I spent a lot of money in Hallmark. (laughs) Um, But no, I I was just like out by myself. I didn't really do anything. I'm trying to think if if I even like watched anything. I think I just got caught up on just like that and Real Housewives of Miami. And I've just been editing our episode, our next episode, but um you know i'm just keeping up with my grandma because you know everything that's been going on but yeah otherwise i just haven't been really doing anything honestly it's just been a slow week for me
1: nice and relaxed week i like it (laughs) i like it all i've been doing is watching asian (laughs) (laughs) rom-coms i love it i'm obsessed i can't I can't even. I have favorite actors now. I want to get like, I don't know. I want to be that like 90s school girl and just have those posters of these actors. <laughs> <on my phone. laughs>
0: the big bopper posters.
1: <laughs> yes. Why not? That's all I, I want to do. Um, and I kind of want to learn. I want to learn Japanese. Do we have any listeners that know Japanese and want to, you know, I don't know, buddy with me? Oh my God. <laughs> I want to learn. I downloaded this app. um I just haven't had a lot of time to actually do it. I think I got like, I don't know a lesson or two in, but it is called Busu. I don't know. I figure maybe I can use it to to learn a little, a little bit. <laughs> I'm starting to recognize words. Like I, it's fantastic. It's so you're much gonna, fun.
0: You're <laughs> gonna meet. You're gonna meet a really hot Asian guy, <laughs> 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 and then you're gonna be like, "I'm in my own romantic comedy, rom com."
1: <laughs> right. I'm going to Japan. Bye. <laughs> goodbye the states Um, no I
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: (laughs) so funny funny, though um but it's it's interesting even doing the app is really interesting I want to make like flashcards (laughs) (laughs) yourself (laughs) just just test myself so I can remember because even when I'm saying it because it helps with like pronunciation and stuff too and my pronunciation is not bad (laughs) but I problem is I can't remember the stuff I'm like I blank I'm like I know I know it like if I heard it I'd be like I know what you just said don't ask me to try to remember how- and then I try to get me to spell it and I'm like oh this is really gonna take a long time oh no that's I think that's totally terrible. different
0: than trying to like learn to read it or oh, um it learn very to di- read it.
1: it is oh yeah well yeah repeating stuff back is one thing and reading it is another thing but then you've got like you know like our letters and then you've got the characters or symbols yeah. or whatever whatever they were called I, i'm blanking on i'm blanking on names you hear this but <laughs> <How> <laughs> so unusual. far everything that i know is informal because i can never remember the formal versions of things so like good morning and then i just want to call everything stupid because i know stupid because it's it's really fun to say oh wait you tell me
0: what it was the like,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I just I just want to call everybody stupid.
0: <laughs> you could just say that. Nobody, word. Would
1: Nobody would know unless there's somebody who speaks Japanese that's near me, you know. <laughs> but um won't be able to get away with it at work, probably. Probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't want to call anybody stupid at work either. No. Uh-uh. no. Um I don't know. Other than that, I've just I'm actually in between shows. I'm still waiting for you people to send me in some recommendations. I'm just going to say that right now. Listeners, you're listening, right? <laughs> Earth to listeners. I
0: didn't get any responses on that one post I put up, so.
1: Rude. No, but um, one of the, the male actors that I think's super cute. I just looked up a bunch more of his movies, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is he in any horror movies?
1: I don't know. Hold on. There's a couple like fantasy things in here. Not horror. This is like an action. They've got guns. I don't think they're I know. Oh wait, this one looks like it could be. What's this? Uh, he's cursed because he's an unfaithful husband. No, no idea. No. That's not horror though. Well, it could be, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because it depends on the curse. Now it looks like this is a bunch of like action stuff or girly romance stuff or. Ooh, what's this? Maybe some thrillers in here. Oh, this one they're forced to play a murder game. Mm. but it could be fun it's from 2010 so it's old
0: <laughs> how old is he
1: i think he's like three years older than me
0: really jesus how old was I'm he not
1: even i'm not even gonna try to say his name because uh 87 34
0: hmm so i have some interesting news okay my sister-in-law told me that her cousins listened to our podcast in italy i yeah, really? I totally forgot to tell you that. I That's don't awesome. I don't know how they listen to it if their Spotify transfers everything like into their language, but I was shocked. She she shared one of our posts and um, her cousin, she sent me the conversation, which I couldn't read, but she speaks Italian, and she said, "Yeah, my cousin listens to your podcast," and I was like, "What?" I couldn't believe it. And then That's she amazing. said, "Somebody." She sent me another thing, and one of her other cousins listens to it. But I was like, "Oh my god, we're we're in, like being listened to in Italy." It's so weird though because
1: we're international, but,
0: but we already <laughs> knew we were because now. I get the statistics on the website, right? But I never really like pay yeah. attention to it. <laughs> that's
1: so cool i don't know how that works
0: i don't know either so cool. but the only thing i ever listen to is when they send me like how many downloads we get or like
1: right right Yeah, but that's still neat i wouldn't know what countries we're in um yeah it's pretty cool people are listening to us which maybe they're just also english-speaking people
0: maybe which is a
1: very popular second language in the eastern hemisphere eastern hemisphere i
0: don't don't even know don't even ask me (laughs) oh god it's been so
1: long since i've done geometry
0: geography
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that i'm so tired
0: but no i thought that was really exciting so
1: i wanted to follow up with that with that um you said they were in italy i mean Mm -hmm. did they like us They're listening to us, but did they like it? I'm
0: assuming. I mean, I didn't really get that far in the conversation with her. I have to ask her. I was just shocked that somebody in Italy was listening to us. So cool.
1: I really want to know, though. I mean,
0: but my sister in law goes, You reached Italy, fam. (laughs) It's like, What? Oh my God. I think it's awesome. I mean,
1: it is awesome. I think it's awesome too. It's
0: amazing. I like, who would have thought, Jamie? It makes
1: me happy. Yay, happy.
0: Who would have thought it? Happy happy,
1: happy, happy,
0: happy. Yeah, I think it's so exciting. Like, and you know what else is crazy? This is our 29th episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Like, do you remember when we. That's it. I think it's a lot. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the whole fucking blur. <laughs> These last like couple of years have just been a big blurry mess. <laughs>
0: well, Jamie. You know, you know, it wasn't a blur this episode, so maybe we should get into it because I really yeah, liked it. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to want to talk about rom-coms for the rest of the night. <laughs> this is not why we're here.
0: <laughs> this is not an Asian rom-com podcast. Sorry. Sorry. This to should buff, be. <laughs> burst <your> bubbles, Jamie.
1: <laughs> They're so good. And the cheesier, the better. I swear. I love them all. Maybe you can do
0: enough. it. <laughs> Maybe we can do a side project with that. I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Terry thinks you, can, you can edit
0: those episodes. <laughs> no,
1: no, it's fine. I'm good. Terry <laughs> thinks, he, he, he call me crazy. He's like, you're so weird. I'm like, why? Why? You, why? I'm like, what do you mean? It's a TV show. Yeah. I think he doesn't like that he has to read the subtitles because oh. <laughs> I think that's Probably. what I have no, I actually love them. I love the subtitles. Totally fine with it. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Subtitles don't bother me. I,
1: mm-hmm. I'll i
0: watch a foreign movie. I don't care. I, love I just have to be, like, really into it, though. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: love them. Um, all right, well, let's get into this. It is season two, episode 13, His Leading Lady, aired February 3rd, 1999, directed by David Semmel and written by Darren Goldberg. So this episode has a lot of guest stars in it. Yes. But one missing is Monica Keena. She's apparently not in this episode for some reason. I guess they didn't need her. Mm. But we get Rachel Lee Cook playing Devin, Jason Bear.
1: Loved love her in the Pussy Cats.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot just, she was in that movie. And, the
1: pussy cats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we also have um oh shit, I wrote his name down. The guy who plays Ty.
1: Oh, And we uh, also have
0: Eddie Mills playing Tyson Hicks.
1: Every time I hear the name Tyson, I think of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs>
0: Tyson chicken.
1: I just think of chicken.
0: <laughs> well, the other thing I wanted to say about his last name is Hicks. And Kevin Williamson is still technically involved in this series, right? Mm-hmm. At this point. And I'm assuming the character that he wrote for Scream 4, Detective Judy Hicks,
1: Hmm. and
0: he's in scream five i was like he maybe you reuse that name when he was writing scream four because he seems to do that a lot with his characters um, yeah i don't know i thought it was interesting just my little like you know pick up from that catch yeah my little catch good catch other people will probably be like whatever steve <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, he probably probably reused it.
1: <laughs> well, you remember in the beginning when we were doing this, you always had like a bunch of fun facts.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we stopped doing that.
1: <laughs> we did stop doing the fun facts thing.
0: <laughs> I feel like because we just started saying them, it wasn't like, yeah, I was like, I don't want to make a list. We'll just say it, it wasn't whenever. like an
1: announcement anymore. It was worked into a conversation.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were like um we're not gonna do that fuck that whole way we're just gonna do it this way
1: <laughs> my face
0: <laughs> that's how that's what i mean like things evolve and change and like you just gotta go with it oh. and we're just gonna put your face my
1: face, my face.
0: <laughs> in it somehow
1: <laughs> it hurts, don't make me laugh
0: I have use, make that as a sound club or something.
1: <laughs> My face.
0: Right up you know there what? with
1: Back to You, Bob. Um,
0: all right. Well, we open in Dawson's bedroom and we see Joey sitting in Woo-hoo. bed with him. Shocker. They're watching a movie. And uh, yeah, I, I wrote that down too. It's been a while. <laughs> um, They turn off the movie and Dawson asks Joey what she thinks. And she doesn't understand him at first. She thinks he's talking about the movie and he says, no, you and me, we did it. Our first official movie night post breakup. He says that he thinks it went rather well. So I wrote, Joey's got a bug up her ass. Cause you can tell by her face. And she says, congrats. I should probably go. And he asks her where she's going. Cause it's early. And uh, he tells her, he wants her to look at some of, some of these pictures before she leaves, I guess like casting pictures. Um, because apparently she's helping with the movie now.
1: They're desperate. They're desperately sure <laughs> on staff.
0: Yeah, they say that through the whole thing. They're understaffed. The
1: thing. Understaffed.
0: <laughs> They're desperately sure on staff. Meanwhile, they had like the whole fucking class. Doing, like,
1: his I know. I'm like, they're really understaffed, but I'm pretty sure they've got like a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, think who is are they paying? Way bigger deal than the first movie. Like, <laughs> I know. It was just for This people. is funded. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's funded by the Boston Film Festival. Yeah, you're not <laughs> gonna get paid, but it's funded.
1: <laughs> it's funded, but you're not gonna, yeah, right? You're volunteering. The only thing that's funded is the fact that I'm able to rent the equipment, right?
0: Yeah. None of you are getting paid, but I'm funded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Work in the system. See how you roll.
0: <laughs> so, he wants her to stay and look at pictures. She makes a pouty face and asks Dawson if he's really okay with all of this. And he says, you and me. And he says, I'm just so happy to be past all that relationship trauma. And she says, good, me too. So this is when he says, now that she's officially working on the film, he needs help casting the Sammy character. And he tells Joey she's a distinct, unattainable original. And she tells him that because it's based on her, obviously, Sammy, Joey, blah, blah, blah. Um, She tells him that maybe he should progress upon the notion that the character of Sammy is her. Um, and she tells him to look for an actress that can bring her own unique interpretation to the role. And then she stops and again she she tells him that she's amazed at how together he is about them and their breakup. And he tells her that he's learning to let go. Plus she let him go. Yep. And this is when we see her slowly her smile disappears because it's like it's seriously like it's always about her now. It's weird. I can I can't believe I'm saying that cuz it's always about I know.
1: Him. I know that just came out of your mouth.
0: Yeah, but now she's like making it like she did break up with him. Like, mm-hmm. why is she sad that he's like getting past it? Like, he even says it later in the episode. She did, um, but still, she's not moving. But whatever, we'll get to it. But it's like it's very it was a very like frustrating conversation to watch. You know?
1: Yes, their interactions. I I was not overly pleased with her behavior in this episode. I guess I could say
0: no. She very she really is angry. Hmm. So, yeah, he tells her that it was really hard to accept at first, but she's moved on with Jack and she let go. So he let go of her. So she says, I guess all of this letting go of each other means she's got to go. So she tells him she's going to leave because she obviously has a lot to do. And he just says, he'll see her tomorrow. And she goes to leave and she just stands way too long in the doorway and just stares at him. Um, yeah. And he's just looking at Which, his testing pictures. How
1: does he not even feel her eyes on him? Like, you have to see her out of your, your peripheral vision, you know? Yeah, she, she stopped, like, right in front of the door. You didn't hear like the do- like, come on.
0: Well, the thing that cracked me up was, to, to me, I felt like Dawson was not being true. Like, honest either. He you was know? trying
1: too hard to ignore her at the end there, right?
0: Yeah, and I felt like he was just letting, just saying these things to make her believe it, because he even says, um, towards the end when he's talking to Pacey, like, if I, if I even, like, pretend to let her go maybe she'll come back but you know it was it just all seemed very clean to me with him with this whole thing because he hasn't been over it because he's making a movie about their life like incidents that just happened (laughs) like that was the other thing about this episode i really liked it because it was so meta like i wrote down the um i wrote down the episodes that they were like filming like mm-hmm. the beauty pageant episode and the dance episode and the baby episode. They were taking instances out of those those episodes and putting them in this. I thought it was so funny. So um I was like wow Kevin Williamson was really doing this shit before he made um you know these other scream films. But he's very I mean he's always been self-referential, but you know
1: it's I like it though.
0: Yeah I, I really I like when
1: it. I like when those things Bleed into others, you know what I mean? Little Easter eggs and and yeah, nice.
0: Yeah, we've said it before, like how Dawson had like the I know what you did last summer poster in his room and the screen poster, and the show was created by the guy who created those and yeah, all that.
1: And in a way, he's also promoting his own work. Look at that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Free
1: marketing, right there.
0: (laughs) I have to tell you, I there is a podcast that I stopped listening to. because I can't stand the okay. one host. They interviewed Kevin Williamson, and I begrudgingly listened to the episode because I wanted to hear what he had to say. Because I'm obsessed with him, like I really am. And it wasn't very long. You could tell like Kevin Williamson was very busy, like he couldn't give right. them a lot of time. But um, I still got annoyed listening to them talk. But I was like hanging on to every word Kevin Williamson was saying. <laughs> But they're both just sort of like phony balonies. But yeah. Um, So now we are in Joey's art class. She's taking classes at the college, I guess. Yep. And we see that she's drawing a nude female model this time. Equal opportunity. (laughs) And um, the, the teacher passes her and tells her how much she's coming along. And the teacher's got this like really creepy hair hairstyle.
1: Yeah, it's really bizarre. (laughs) It was very bizarre. It's it's bizarre. I wouldn't peg him for an art teacher. I don't know what I would peg him for. But Oh my
0: God, he'd be like a hipster now. That's what he would be. (laughs) Yeah. Like a major hipster.
1: But like a creepy one. I
0: don't (laughs) know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I would not feel comfortable taking my clothes off in front of him. Like, that's like, it, I don't know. It or maybe threatening. I don't know. Maybe it was just the hair. It, I couldn't it stop was, with the hair.
0: And he had very beady eyes.
1: <laughs> maybe it was his beady eyes. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.
0: Not <laughs> <God>, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then we see Dawson come in and he surprises Joey. He gives her a script revision and she's completely annoyed that he's there. And to me, I was like, well, just like, take it slow, Dawson. But he was already there in the building. So I guess he figured he'd just stop by and like drop it off to her. But he's like, he's sort of like trespassing on her thing where he really didn't have to. Yeah. But but I understand why they did it.
1: I guess. But yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, he so he um, he notices the nude model and he gets a little like, uh, what would you say? He gets a little like, <laughs> like shocked.
1: Dude, he like couldn't take his eyes off of her. His eyes kept going back over. He's like naked body, boobs, vagina, <laughs> naked body, girl, girl. I like I had that like, um, was it Euro trip when they're on the nude beach and there's no women. It's just all like fat naked guys. And then the girls start taking off their clothes, and all the men just stop, and they sound like the birds from Finding Nemo. Only instead of saying mine, they all just start saying girl, girl, girl. Oh, I don't
0: remember that. I, I, I've seen that movie too. I don't remember it. I have to watch it now. Pretty
1: confident it was Eurotrip because it was they weren't here.
0: If you say it was Eurotrip, I believe you. you <laughs> I don't feel I feel like you wouldn't just pull that out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You you can do that sometimes, but Eurotrip trip is what you haven't said before. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's Eurotrip.
1: Um, hold on. It has
0: Michelle Trachtenberg in it, right?
1: Yeah. 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 It's Eurotrip. trip.
0: <laughs> That's the one where she makes out with her brother, right? Her twin brother? Yes. <laughs> and they take the yeah. absentee or whatever. Absinthe. Absin- Absent. teeth whatever. I never uh-huh. say it
1: right. Absinthe.
0: The absent teeth.
1: <laughs> the little green fairy. Yeah. Absent. yeah just absinthe.
0: Absent teeth?
1: No, too many. No teeth.
0: That's how I hear it.
1: What? Absinthe.
0: Absent teeth.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Why does your ears like add? teeth at the end of it. There's no absin
0: I don't know. That's how I read it.
1: Oh, making me smile too much. It's even <laughs> more <my> facer. <laughs> mm.
0: So Dawson is uh, getting a chubby, like right then and there. And <laughs> The teacher, the creepy teacher comes over and it's like, excuse me, you have to leave. This is for professional students only like this woman here, Joey Potter. And she's like, Dawson, you're going to get me in trouble. You have to leave. Get out of here. God, just because we had one movie night together doesn't mean I'm going to blow you. (laughs) He's like, really? You want to do it now? So, yeah, he's like literally gulking at the model. And he goes to leave, and he knocks over an easel as he leaves. We catch a glimpse of the model's face, and it's Rachel Lee Cook. And she kind of, like, smirks at him as he leaves. And Joey's completely embarrassed. So now we're in with Pacey. He's in Andy's room. She's in her ginormous bathroom, in her ginormous bedroom. And he's reading an article about having the butt that he's always wanted. So he's, like, talking about his ass. (laughs) And he says something about like, I forget. He's like looking in the mirror, grabbing his own butt. And I don't Mm. know. He's like being funny. And Andy's like, I've seen your butt. You have nothing to worry about. So then when she, she like catches him, like grabbing his own butt in the mirror. And she says, I think she says, are you admiring yourself in the mirror? I forget. It's such a weird scene. He's like reading an article about getting a better butt. She's like agreeing that he doesn't need one. Like she's saying you don't need one. So then he's, like, checking himself out in the mirror. She's in the bathroom. She's, like, taking her Xanax because she doesn't want him to see.
1: By the way, super weird. So Paisley's in her bedroom. Her bathroom's attached to her bedroom. There's no, There's no door. door. <laughs> I there is no door.
0: I know. She's, like, she can go number two while he's, like, just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, Her entire
1: bedroom would smell. Like... <laughs> You're right. I've never seen any place not have a door to the bathroom. Every, like...
0: They had to, like, know that when they were building the set.
1: And it was just, it was a straight archway. Like, it wasn't like a door, j- like, a door way. It wasn't a doorway. It was, like, an arch that would have been from, like, your dining room to your living room type thing. Yeah. Like, the, I don't know if they just... like used something they've already used in the past as far as the set wise and just kind of transformed it to look like a bathroom and a bedroom
0: maybe but
1: like i couldn't not look at the like the wall (laughs) just
0: no i understand looking at
1: the doorway or the room like the i don't even know what to call it because it's not a doorway it's It's just like
0: it's an archway
1: an archway from you know one room to the next it was (laughs) it was weird (laughs) The only um, time that's acceptable is when you only have one room and that's your kitchen, your bathroom, and your, your like, bedroom. all in one. Look, with it curtain. wouldn't
0: be the first time we were fucking confused over the, the layout of these people's <laughs> homes.
1: That's true. I guess this is an established uh, known fact for how our brains work. <laughs> and the shit that I notice.
0: I know. I notice it, too. It's, like, uh, ridiculous. Hmm. So yeah, she's like taking her Xanax and or she takes it and then he walks over and just walks in the bathroom as she's in there because there's no door. And he tells her he agrees with her that his butt could be in the Hall of Fame. And she just says, nice try. So she seems kind of like down.
1: Yeah, you know, down.
0: She's very much like just sad. So like she leaves the bathroom and now he's in there and he wipes his nose and throws the tissue away in the trash and he finds her old uh, medicine bottle. That says Xanax on it, and except it's spelled Z-A-N-C-A-C. It wasn't spelled. Yeah, Xanax. It was
1: spelled really funny. I'm like, what is that? Su- is that supposed to be Xanax?
0: Yeah, and I was like, Lord. why are they spelling it wrong? Um. So yeah, he like notices that she's got that in the trash. So now we are with Dawson in the library at college. So he's he's in between the the stacks, and on the opposite side we see the the model that was um in the in the class. And she asks him if he sees something that he likes and he look, he turns around and looks shocked and he's like, Oh my God, you're the model. And she introduces herself as Devin. And he says, you must think I'm a total perv. And she says, actually, I was leaning more towards deviant. So then she gets into this whole thing with her psych professor. Like it turns into like a running joke later in the episode she says that my psych professor would say that you're suffering from latent desire. The need for someone to watch you watching. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't, I think he just walked in on something that he wasn't aware of.
1: <laughs> he, Yeah, exactly. He walked in unsuspecting. <laughs> and then well, he wasn't prepared to see a naked female body. And then he couldn't stop staring because he's a guy. He <laughs> was like, and I boom. went
0: there. <laughs> wanting someone to watch me watch you like no shut up oh
1: my gosh
0: yeah it made Dude, her it was such a dumb dialogue some really dumb dialogue to me I don't know
1: that part didn't really make any sense because I didn't agree with what she said I'm not a psych- psychologist or psychiatrist or anything with the brain you're not but a psych major I'm not a psych major but I do know people and I just didn't think that that made sense but um did you get the feeling that while she like her character as she talks she's like a more easy version of Abby like she could easily replace Abby only without the bitch factor
0: no I don't know they're they're kind of similar but Abby is just a terrible person I think well, Devin, I, I know Devin is I, I just like older
1: she's like a version of abby that isn't as terrible like isn't terrible but like i i don't know how to describe it the way she kind of like gets in your head and her mannerisms that they just i never did i didn't notice it the first time i watched this episode but this time today when i watched it earlier today that's it kept popping up in my head i don't know if it was just the way that like her words were coming out not when she was trying to impersonate Joey, but, like, just, like, her normal speech patterns, it just kind of reminded me of, like, how Abby could be if she wasn't such a shitty person.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But I also just think the character Devin is just, she's older than them, and she thinks she's better than them, and she's just going to be a smart ass regardless. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think she, I, I don't think she could, she's, like, anything like Abby, though. But... <laughs>
1: I just, she reminds me of what Abby could be if Abby wasn't the way Abby was. I don't know. Just ignore me. Keep going.
0: No, I think you can have that, Jamie. I don't want to ignore it. You're allowed to (laughs) think that. It's just a TV show.
1: (laughs) All right, geez. I'm okay with it. Uh...
0: So... He kind of laughs at her and says, sorry to disappoint you, but I was just dropping something off to a friend. He says, there's no underlying psychosis. And she cuts him off and she says, psych's not her major anyway. She's trying to be like a smarty pants, but she's really not doing it well, I guess. She sounds kind of like an idiot. (laughs) Um, Like she's trying
1: too hard to sound impressive.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: So he asks her how she's able to model naked and she tells him she's a drama major and she looks at it as an acting exercise. Plus the money's really good. And he's like, that's interesting. I'm directing a movie. And she says, I didn't know that they had a film school here. And he says, they don't. I'm actually still in high school. So she says, (laughs) she's very condescending here. And she says, and you're trying to make your first film. That's cute. Good luck. And he says, actually, it's my second film. And he tells her that he won the junior division of the Boston Film Festival. And this new film he's making is being funded by the Boston Film Festival. <laughs> and she says, that's impressive.
1: He's so and,
0: proud. Yeah, like he should be proud, you know? No, oh, yeah. So he says to her that she should read for the part of Sammy. Um, They're kind of under a crunch and uh, they start shooting in two days, but he thinks she might be good for the role. And she seems kind of skeptical she seems kind of skeptical. Is that the word? Skeptic? Skeptical?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a skeptic. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. She's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and then she like, she says, uh, and it's funded by the Boston Film Festival. And he says, look, I understand your skepticism. How <laughs> oh, he even says it. <laughs>
1: got your own notes
0: <laughs> i know i, I had this i didn't even go down that far <laughs> but he says yeah but give it a read so he gives her the script and tells her his address and phone number on there as well just in case and she says careful dawson stronger men have been crushed by what i think i was like what is she talking about and it's kind of an insult stronger men like is he like we-? Yeah,
1: she's totally putting him down <laughs> yeah she she's and it's so i don't know she like the way that she was coming off like prepare for me to destroy your work and then she really doesn't like she kind of comes back and she's like well i didn't love it but then that was it a little yeah. constructive criticism he gets slightly butt hurt she's like really she calls him out on it and then then they move on
0: yeah and then he's like you're hired
1: <laughs> you're perfect you're perfect darling perfect
0: so we are now with jen and grams is back grams Finally, is here.
1: we haven't seen grams in like 100 years welcome back no, grams.
0: she's been absent and she tells grams thank god she's back because they're in desperate need of snacks for the crew for their rehearsal because jen's obviously the producer and grams is with this new young man she introduces as tyson hicks and um i already said he's played by eddie mills uh fun fact jamie Eddie Mills went on to later play Vandy on Kevin Williamson's Wasteland on ABC, which was later canceled. And he also starred on ABC's Push with Jason Bear. He knows all these people.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is oh what God. we call, I don't know, marketing. <laughs>
0: This is what we call useless information, and see. Useless.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I mean.
0: I think it's cool that Kevin Williamson used him in one of his other shows after yeah, guest on his on this show.
1: I think that's nice.
0: And as soon as I saw him, I was like, I think he was in Wasteland, and I double checked, and he was. So
1: it's all about who you know.
0: Yep. So Graham tells Jen that Tyson was kind enough to help her with her groceries, so he introduces himself to Jen as just Ty. And he tells her that Graham's mentioned that Jen was working on a movie. And Jen says, yeah, they're geared. We're just gearing up to start. And Graham's butts in and says that Tyson seemed interested in helping out. And <laughs> she says she is staffed. <laughs> under under staffed. <laughs> oh my god so she oh this part cracked me up she asked him if he has any experience working on a film set <laughs> like does she <laughs> <laughs> They're in
1: high school. Well, she's not. Well, wait, yeah. I mean, come on. I don't know.
0: None of them do. It's like none of them them were on film sets, especially with Dawson's other movie. He was just like,
1: he's, you know what? He said that he did like plays and stuff. So he's been on the stage. He probably has more experience than all of them combined. (laughs) Just saying.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And he says, yeah, he says, no, but I worked on a bunch of theater productions, but he's pretty good with his hands and he's a fast learner. So Jen looks like she's going to like just fucking eat him up right there. And she tells them great because they could use all the help they can get. And she even mentions that Graham's is even doing the um, craft service. He says, great. You can use me for anything. And she gives him an, uh, another look and she literally bites her bottom lip and she says, excellent. Maybe I will tie. Maybe I will. But we're not so sure about Tyson Hicks yet. Not so sure about Tyson X. Something tells me he's kind of a douchebag.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So now we're in Dawson's room, and Pacey's helping him change out his movie posters on his walls. Dawson says, "So you found a bottle of prescription pills? So what, Pacey? Take a look at my parents' medicine cabinet. It's a veritable pharmacy." And Pacey says But this is Xanax Not your typical Saturday night muscle relaxant And I was like a muscle relaxant might be worse than a Xanax He says it's for severe anxiety And I say welcome to the club Pacey Because everybody's on fucking Xanax He asks Dawson if he's noticed Andy being any more high strung lately. And he says, no, I've been too busy watching her bounce off the walls. (laughs) Pacey's not laughing. So Dawson tells him that if he's not worried, then just ask her about it. He says if she wants to open up about it, she will. But it's also not his nature to just sit back and watch her suffer because he wants to help her. And Dawson tells him that if she's operating under a lot of stress, then the time she spends with Pacey should be as stress free as possible. And he says to help her have fun. Pacey agrees. And he makes a comment about Dawson moving the E.T. poster again from over his bed. And Dawson says, it's not in the right shot. And he says, over here, it will be. So then Pacey says, I understand having budgetary constraints, but isn't telling your life story in your bedroom just a little perverse? And then Dawson just gives him a look while he's hanging up the E.T. poster. And I'm like, yeah, it kind of is. Kind of what Joey says later. It isn't healthy, Dawson!
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Dawson goodness <laughs> but it isn't healthy <laughs> he totally needs to just let it go let it go because
0: <laughs> there's their, their stories not even that I said it before their story's not even that interesting all they did was fight with each other
1: it's not like they had an epic romance either like I didn't feel the heat <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no it was, <clears throat> so it's so weird they had more they were more interesting when they were just friends you know Mm -hmm. I agree so it's night outside and Dawson's setting up a mock bedroom set outside of his house and this is when Daw or (laughs) this is when Devin walks up out of nowhere and she tells him that she read a script and he says great what did you think and she quickly tells him that she didn't love it and he says really and he turns his head like he's not happy because any, any sort of negative remark towards him is, you know, <laughs> or criticism, it's like the world is ending. And she says, all the angst and overanalyzing and the hesitancy to act on anything, she really had to search her psyche and call back to her adolescence. And he says, oh, two whole years ago, <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> And Devin tells him there's a vast difference between them, and he sort of makes a face like this girl's nuts, and he like turns his head away from her. And she tells him that the script is a little heavy-handed and overly verbose. And he says, uh, "So what you're saying is you're not interested." And she tells him that what she's saying is that she was able to muddle through the twenty dollars words in psycho speak and was able to get to the core of the Sammy character. And he says, "Well, what I'm saying is that I'm not interested. The more I think about it." you're just not right for the part you're a little small <laughs> i was like wow he's like <laughs> talking about her height jesus oh, no. she can't she can't control that
1: <laughs> well it's funny too because um joy brings it up later she she's short <laughs> to be me
0: yeah <laughs> she does she is like she's like eight feet taller than her i <laughs>
1: don't <Well, you> know
0: <laughs> it was funny So Devin says, uh, so what you're saying is because I had an opinion of your script uh, that you're not going to let me read for the part. And she says, if you can't take a little criticism, you're never going to make it. You're never going to make it in this industry, Dawson. Look, I model nude. I know how to take criticism. Okay, I see these people painting my naked body, making me look like a fucking swan. Like (laughs) I look like a blob of something on their paint their sketch like what what like, what do you think i i know how to take criticism and she's just
1: really confident because i don't think i could ever pose nude in front of a bunch of random people Hate me either. as one of your french girls <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i'm jack and you're rose <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so uh she says good luck in high school i'm sorry i wasted my time And she turns to leave and he calls her back and apologizes. He's like, wait, wait a minute. I mean, you come all this way. I mean, I should let you just read for the part, right? (laughs) I mean, yeah, you should have just let her fucking read. He tells her they can start on scene five. And she says, actually, I thought we could do scene 15. And he's like, all right. So then she takes a second to get into character. And Dawson starts reading. And then Devin starts reading for Sammy. And it's the scene from Beauty Contest. So Dawson starts reading. He says, Sammy, if you could only see yourself through my eyes. And Devin starts, you know, for the longest time, I thought that's what I wanted. For the boy across the creek, my best friend to see me as beautiful. But this is just cosmetic enhancement and hairspray. I'm still the same old Samantha, the girl who resides on the wrong side of the creek. And if you look closely, Wade, you'll see it's just me. (laughs) I was like so funny they just made it even bigger than it was mm-hmm. it's just cosmetic enhancement why couldn't they just say lipstick it's just what? lipstick hair they spray. like
1: they like the wordy intellectual types
0: <laughs> <laughs> katie holmes did it better yeah, um, they did. so she stops and she's like is that what you had in mind and he says it was perfect like he just blew a load in his pants <laughs> <laughs>
1: She said, well, if I can't have mine, Joey, maybe I can have Joey, too. (laughs) I know,
0: Joey, too. (laughs) She's a little short, but we can manage. So now we're at the Ice House. (laughs) Joey and Jack are working together. She tells him that she's leaving work early uh, to work on Dawson's movie. And Jack says, do you think they'll have us working all day? And she stops. And she's like, what? Us? Jack tells her that Jen asked if you'd like to help out because they were severely understands <laughs>
1: like, we have people running everywhere
0: <laughs> so he says Bessie said she'd cover his shifts I was like this makes absolutely no sense so they're gonna go work on Dawson's movie for free while Bessie has to cover both of their shifts now where they're getting paid to literally work
1: <laughs> they're helping a friend out I guess that's some friendship right there
0: oh, that makes no sense so then Joey asks how Dawson feels about this and Jack says I don't I don't know and <laughs> he's like I don't really care so Joey goes over to take an order and we see that it's Devin and Devin's just staring at Joey now Joey's like are you ready to order
1: yeah, she's and she's like super creepy about it
0: she, she like repeats everything she's doing and Joey's like are you is everything okay and then Devin orders her food and she's just miming how Joey writes and Joey tucks her hair behind her ear and Devin is just like still watching her. So then she tucks her hair behind her ear and Joey looks really uncomfortable. And I go, she doesn't even realize it's the model from her class.
1: I know. I know. And you would think she would recognize it because she was staring at her naked.
0: And she's drawing, she's drawing her. her on
1: paper. Yeah.
0: Like she didn't recognize her.
1: Yeah. No.
0: Um so Joey tells Jack to to help Devin or wait on Devin because she's weirding her out and we see Devin again miming the way Joey writes so Jack brings her drink over and he hold, he touches the the top rim of the glass and he puts her glass down and i was like covid this
1: is <laughs> this is um this is waitressing 101 don't touch the lids no the
0: he, no yeah the lip the, lip. the he lip like it's an open you don't glass. touch it
1: you oh. got to lick it i'm losing it
0: so Devin asked jack if he knows joey and he says yeah you could say that and she says tell me everything there is to know about her and he's like what why would i do that so now we cut to andy she's outside in her ginormous backyard she's wearing this big wool brown sweater she's doing her homework and they were like meredith monroe You need to act really sullen and sad in this episode because later you're going to go fucking bazonkers, okay? So you got to act really low key and down during the beginning of the episode. She's like, okay, I can do that. So then Pacey comes up to see her and I wrote, I don't know what the hell he's wearing. He's wearing like some weird blue suede button down shirt. And he sits down and asks her, I thought it was cute when he walked up to say hi to her. And he goes, he's like, how you doing girl or something like that. The way he said, I thought that was so cute. I really did. Um, And I was like, Oh, that was sweet. And she says, she's been reading the same paragraph for the past 20 minutes, but she can't concentrate. And I was like, welcome to my world. He just straight up asks her about the pill bottle. And she says, it's my mother's. And he says, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But don't lie to me, please. She tells him that she started taking it after Tim died. It helps even out her mood swings. And he asks her why she didn't tell him and she's, and I, well, I wrote, (laughs) wait. And he asks her why she didn't tell him. And I said, uh, because it's really none of your business, Pacey, (laughs) that she's taking prescribed medication. (laughs) It's
1: really not his business.
0: Yeah. Like she doesn't have to tell you every fucking facet of her life. If she wanted to, she could, but like, it's really not that big of a deal. So She says it doesn't matter anyway. Her doctor is not refilling her prescription, which I thought was weird (laughs) because like you can't just stop refilling it. (laughs) Like you have to like slowly taper off of it. And she said that her doctor wants her to try therapy now for stress. And she says, just thinking about that makes her even more stressed out. And I said, Yeah, welcome to my life. I was like, I feel the same way, Andy. I was like, I'm so, I'm so grateful I can like relate to a fucking TV character from 25 years ago. Right. Um, so Pacey tells her that maybe therapy isn't such a bad idea. And she's like, I can take care of myself. Like, you don't have to worry about me. And he says, if you weren't okay, you'd tell me, right? She says, yeah. So it's like a sweet moment because he is really like trying. But she's just very guarded with it. Because I think she thinks maybe if she, if he does see how she, her moods can go up and down, then maybe he would think she was just nuts, not want to be with her, you know? Right. But I mean, it eventually happens, (laughs) but um, we'll get to it. So now we cut to Dawson's. They're outside and we're on the set of his film. It's a mock setup of his bedroom again that he was like setting up Mm -hmm. and um, he's directing Chris and Devin where to sit. And he says it's really casual. So they're like rehearsing and jen shows up and dawson tells her that abby's late again so can she read for the part of kim so dawson says action and jen starts reading the lines she starts she's like hey guys and they all start getting into their dialogue and we see joey walk up she's like catching the scene and they're rehearsing the scene from the episode baby where uh we just see joey and dawson on the bed watching a movie and then she goes to leave And then we pan over and we see that it's Jen sitting on the side of the room with them. Do you remember that? Yes. Jen starts reading her line and she says, if I'm intruding and I wrote, they're doing baby. (laughs) So Chris gets up and puts his arm around Jen's shoulder and says, the more the merrier. So then Dawson yells cut and tells Chris, he's reading the line. Like he's trying to have a threesome and Dawson tries to explain. Chris. (laughs) Oh yeah. Totally Chris. And. Dawson uh, tries to explain to Chris that Wade is interested in Kim, but Sammy is just a friend. He says, she's your best friend, but just a friend. And he says the nuances, they're subtle, but very specific. And we hear Chris say that it's obvious that Sammy's into him. Is he supposed to ignore that? And this is when Joey's walking up and she hears Chris talking. It is weird for Joey. You know, it would be weird watching... All this stuff that happened between her, like her real—he's like making a movie about her real life. You know, wouldn't you kind Mm -hmm. of be like, "I don't like this."
1: I I would feel kind of exposed, a little vulnerable. Be like, "I don't want any part of this. I don't want my life on blast. I don't want it on like uh, TV or movies." I don't know why she even agreed to work on it. I don't know if celebrity life would ever be for me.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think I would like it
1: oh cool you'd would... be in the limelight and i'll just be in the bookstore <laughs>
0: <laughs> i wouldn't i think i wouldn't mind i don't i think i would just be aware of my privacy more
1: right well yeah, you'd have to be
0: and i don't think i would like being on a constant schedule of things like i don't know so i was talking to somebody about the podcast and they were like well well like what is the goal you know because she was like "Well, what, you guys are really good What do you think would happen if like you guys became like really successful at it? And I said, well, that's the goal. Like, it would be nice if somebody picked us up and like paid us to do it. That would be
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. But she said, would you be giving something up? And I said, well, yeah, I would probably give us some creative control. I said, I would, I don't think I would feel comfortable having somebody like edit our show because I'm so OCD about it. And I know like, what if they put something Keep something in that maybe I didn't want in, you know? I don't know. Right. But
1: then we'd have to be mindful not to say those things.
0: (laughs) I know, but that would kind of screw up our dynamic, don't you think? I know it would. Because I feel like even if we say something stupid and I take it out, we're still running on that like adrenaline of what we just said.
1: Right. No, you're right. You're right. It's just very
0: natural. Like, I say it all the time. I just think we're just having just a fun conversation. It's very natural.
1: We and would have to be picked up by that. somebody that we would trust to make sure that they're keeping our like our
0: voice intact. Right. Yeah. So that's where I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about mm-hmm. podcast hosts or or people who like podcast networks, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. There's like a bunch, but I don't know what kind of Network would pick a show like ours.
1: I have no idea. You never know. know. I just go with the flow. You you handle the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever. You did get you did get really good recognition yesterday in that deep. It's um, my yeah.
1: Pacey fan base.
0: She didn't. She did not like me.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not a Pacey fan. <laughs> you got to leave our Pacey alone. Okay.
0: She's gonna hate listening to what I say about him later. <laughs> I was like, keep listening.
1: (laughs) Just wait. You have to get through it. But I always have Pacey's back. As long as we're good there.
0: Oh, my God. She's going to she's going to like DM us when I say that he basically manipulated her to have sex.
1: She's like like i be- hate you <laughs> steven you're the worst no. <laughs> See, but this this is this is what works though is because you have your opinion and i have mine and we usually are very different so we're getting both both sides here
0: yeah well i don't i don't think we disagree that much i just think no. it's just it's such we a do. funny thing because when it
1: comes to pacey and pacey seems to be the hot topic people are yeah. either pacey 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 or they're dawson dawson dawson
0: yeah People are very stuck on PC. so um,
1: I, I'll be stuck on PC.
0: <laughs> All right, where were we? So Joey walks up and she kind of stops and listens to Chris. And I wrote, she has a really nice sweater on. I wish they had it in amends because <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> it was it reminded like a, me of
1: a sweater I had growing up. I feel like it was
0: totally American Eagle. It had to be, but it was like a or a J Crew, but it was like green and it had like a red rim. Around the top. I really oh, like Oh, we're that.
1: not talking about the same track shirt. Never mind. <laughs> Never
0: mind. Um, She's wearing
1: like this stripy blue gray thing later. And it reminds me of something that I used to have.
0: Oh, yeah. She looks so frumpy in that outfit.
1: She looks comfy.
0: <laughs> or frumpy.
1: <laughs> <Fumpy>.
0: <laughs> anyway, Chris is now challenging Dawson. And Dawson isn't explaining himself, right? So then Jen pulls Dawson aside and just tells him to ease up a little bit. And we see Chris talking to Devin, and it was just a very actory thing where where it looks like Chris is like, I don't know what he's talking about. And we see Devin do this thing where she's like, No, it's not, it's not you. It's not you. <laughs> it was, did you notice that? It was yeah, fun. yeah. So then Dawson sees Joey walking up and um, he calls her over. And we see Devin get up and she walks straight over to her. And he introduces Joey to Devin, and Joey says she remembers her from the ice house. So Devin says, now, you know, why I was acting so peculiar. And she says she was studying Joey because Dawson told her that Sammy is based on Joey. So Dawson asks Joey if she recognizes Devin from art class. And Joey says, oh, right. Yeah, the clothes threw me at first. And you can tell you can tell Devin didn't like that comment because she sort of makes a face at her. So Dawson tells Devin to get to know Joey and to study her mannerisms. And I wrote no fucking way. Like he didn't even ask Joey if she could do that. No,
1: he didn't.
0: I would be like, no, I would be like, get you, away from me. Who
1: do you think uh <laughs> well in the
0: beginning of the episode, she even said, why don't you pick an actor that can like take their own perspective of Yeah, why does character? it have to
1: be exactly like the way I would like I, you know what I mean? Like who I am? Why can't they just have their own creative interpretation of this character?
0: Right. Because it also has to be so like uh
1: it's his world, squirrel. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just saying. <laughs> so, Devin tells Joey she's going method for the Sammy role, and there's a couple dozen questions she wants to ask her. And Joey says a few dozen. Devin says that she thinks that Sammy and Wade are soulmates, and they will be forever connected by an overpowering, transcendent love. And she asks Joey what she thinks. And Joey just answers her with a multitude of different facial expressions and it cuts to a commercial. And it's so funny when I watched that, Jamie, because I totally remembered that scene. I was like, she's going to make a hundred different faces. And she did. (laughs) And it cuts to a commercial. It's so funny because like as soon as I started watching this, I started to remember like the whole thing. I don't know if this is one that I watched a lot back then. Maybe because it had Rachel Lee Cook in it. And I thought it was like fun that they like cast her in this. But I also liked the story and how they were making a movie based on his life. And, you know, what I said earlier, but I totally remembered this whole episode. It was funny. (laughs) I was like shocked.
1: (laughs) You remember more than I did. I was like, I kind of remember this. I don't remember that, but I remember something.
0: Yeah. Like I couldn't, I I was shocked at myself that I even actually remembered it. So now we're at the school filming and I'm assuming it's a weekend <laughs> because like they have the whole fucking school to themselves. And yeah, they're like even allowed in the school. It's so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are they, are, is the Boston Film Festival funding the school too? Like giving them money for, the, for this film? <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh my God. Who knows? Um, we all see-
1: of who you know, maybe, maybe he knows he's got an in.
0: Oh, yeah, Mr. Um. Oh, what was the film teacher's name? Mr. Gold? Yeah, Mr. Okay. Gold. So Chris and Devin are shooting dialogue from the dance episode. It's basically the scene when Dawson was, like, running away from Joey and because he found out that Joey kissed Jack and all that nonsense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And while they're filming, we see that Ty and Jack knock down one of the cameras while they're shooting. So then Dawson... Yells cut and tells the actors to take five. And then Jen steps in and she says that they really shouldn't be taking breaks until they get the first shot in. Like, I really like Jen because she's like taking control of the situation and she handles
1: it really well. Yeah.
0: So Jen goes over to the guys and confronts Tyson over the camera incident. And he tells her it could have been avoided, but with her standing by, he loses all ability to concentrate on the job at hand. And she goes, (laughs) Down, boy. And we think he like likes it, you know? I'm assuming he likes it. Mm. So now Jack and Joey are at craft services. He says, I can tell this whole thing bothers you. And she says, it's just the movie. Why should it bother me? And he says, because it's about you. <laughs> he says, if he was trying to get over someone and move on with his life, the last thing he would do would be make a movie about it. <laughs> he says, somebody needs to tell Oliver Stone over there that this whole war is over. And Joey promises Jack that Dawson is clearly over her. And he says, Where's your evidence? Because I have proof to the contrary. And she says, Don't think so much, Jack. Everything is going to be fine. And he says, Just as long as you're over him, nothing else matters. Dawson can do whatever he wants. And they start kissing. And we see this face on Joey. Like, I don't think she's so sure about that. We hear the Bare Naked Ladies song start playing. I think it's called It's All Been Done.
1: Actually, the score to this episode really didn't stand out to me.
0: It's All Been Done by the Barenaked Ladies and Sad Eyes by Bruce Springsteen. That's what kept playing. All right. So we hear the Barenaked Ladies song playing. It's All Been Done. There's a fun movie montage where we see them filming the the movie. And we get a scene where Jack gets feedback in his earphones. Andy is arguing with Chris over a prop, like a school bag. We see Devin just studying Joey. We see Joey go up to Jack and hug him. And she gives him a nuggie (laughs) on his head.
1: I haven't given a nuggie in a long time. I might have to do that to my brother when I see him tomorrow. (laughs) Do it. He's he's a little taller than me. I'll have to, like, come down here to my level, sir.
0: Just jump on his back and do it.
1: No. (laughs) You're
0: like, "Mm, no. No. We see Devin drawing in her scene and Dawson yells cut and she goes up to him and she does the same thing Joey just did where she like noogies him and then she gives him a hug and we see Joey just staring at Devin and I wrote, Joey hates Devin.
1: (laughs) Joey definitely hates Devin.
0: So Tyson goes up to Jen and she asks if he's being a good boy. And he says, always. And she says, what a disappointment. So he starts giving her a neck rub and they're being very flirty with one another. And she asks him out after they're done shooting. He says that can be arranged, but under one stipulation that she has to put herself in his hands. And she says, well, they are good hands. So they're going to hang out after the film is done. She thinks they're going to like go bang or something. (laughs) <laughs> little does she know
1: she was hoping although <laughs> she did meet him through grams so
0: the plot thickens
1: dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: so now we're with chris and devin they're uh they're going over character notes with dawson he's trying to explain to them how he was feeling when joey kissed jack and he's telling devin that sammy is an angry girl it's in her nature so everything that he said to Chris, Chris says he can't relate. He's never experienced anything like that before. And Dawson catches Joey across the the set talking to a group of people. It starts to get like slow motion while he's talking. It's like, like almost like a fantasy that he sees her in his head. It's so weird. So he explains to Chris while he's staring at Joey the whole time that it's complete excruciating agony. Like your heart's been ripped out of your chest and stomped on. You can't function. It's the most intense pain. And I wrote yada, yada, yada. He tells Devin she feels completely misunderstood. She's frustrated and feels so alone because she can't be with him and she can't be without him. And Dawson's just staring at Joey still. So Devin finds Joey and she calls out to her as uh, Sammy.
1: <laughs> she's I thought like, that was funny. That made me laugh.
0: I thought it was funny too. So Joey corrects her and Devin asks Joey how she's always angry. Because she's not not always angry by nature. And Joey tells her, well, I'm not always angry. That's the fictional part of this autobiographical tale.
1: And tests say that was a lie. I know.
0: She's like the angriest person ever. (laughs) So then Devin says, right. So how do you date one guy while you're still in love with another? And Joey says, I know what you're trying to do. Don't go there. And Devin tells her, She sees her lip lock with that puppy dog, but her heart is so clearly with Dawson. And Jack comes out of nowhere and she asks Jack if he's a safety net. Joey goes, oh, you're good. But I'm not that easily manipulated. So then Jack cuts in and asks if everything's okay. So then Devin looks at Jack and says, what's it like being the transition guy? And Joey just tells her to stop. And Devin tells Jack, it must be really hard opening your heart to a girl whose heart is reserved for someone else. And then Joey goes off. She says, look, you annoying little third-rate wannabe. Why don't you take your irritating self and prey on somebody who doesn't see through your pathetic attempt to masquerade bitchiness is research? Oh <laughs> snap! And then Devin just smirks at her and says...
1: She, like, just... She, fell right, she yeah. fell right into it. She fell right <laughs> into it.
0: She was so easily manipulated.
1: <laughs> she knew it was coming, too, which is the messed up part. Like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: So Jack asks what that was all about. And Joey just rolls her eyes and she goes, she's too short to play me. (laughs) I was like, that was funny. So now Andy's going after Devin about a missing barrette. She's like literally yelling at her. And I I wrote, it's kind of funny. People still
1: wear barrettes these days? Just curious. Yeah. I
0: was like, was she even wearing one through the entire like scenes? I I don't,
1: I don't so, so much. I'm paying attention because I don't recall anybody wearing one, but I wasn't like looking for it either. But I mean, even in in today's age, does anybody wear berets? I don't
0: know. I think they're they're making a comeback.
1: I guess everything always comes back eventually, right?
0: It always comes back around. But yeah, she's yelling at Devin. She's like, <laughs> she's like, "How dare you? <laughs> How dare you lose a beret that wasn't yours?"
1: <laughs> yeah, Andy kind of goes off on her. She's like, snaps a bit.
0: Yeah, this is when this is when she starts to go a little like uh, her mood level.
1: Cuckoo for coca puffs.
0: Yeah, but I thought that they were first just like just making her really upset. I didn't think it had anything to do with her anxiety or her mood levels. I just thought she was just getting really annoyed that Devin lost something, and now it was her job to go find it because she was. But it
1: like it escalated. Yeah.
0: When it started to escalate, then I was like, "Oh, they're doing this now."
1: Yeah, like it. It, it was a trigger for her. Yeah. I think.
0: Look, I've been there with that shit. One little thing can escalate into something bigger, and it sucks because you you know for me personally like with situations like that I've been in I mean there was a time even there was a time at a job when <laughs> something was happening and I just couldn't I couldn't take it and I literally I walked all the way up to like top floor and I went in the bathroom stall and I just had a panic attack because I felt like I was like I felt like I was literally crazy in that moment when I went to somebody and talked to them and they even made me feel crazy. And I was just like, is this happening? Is this really happening? And I, and I had to like just walk away, but even just being alone in that moment, I was just like, this is not happening. But like, I mean, I settled down and I came back and I just like forgot about it because I like, I can't, I couldn't think about it for the rest of the day. It would have drove me crazy. Yeah. So, so Devin tells Andy, get a grip prop girl. Pacey pulls Andy away and Andy's like, I can't believe how Devin is acting. And he tells Andy, he's starting to get a little worried about her. And Andy's like, I'm fine. While she's like staring over at Devin, (laughs) like she's like glaring at her. And Pacey says, no, you're really not fine. And this is when she snaps on him and she says, thanks for the support. And he asks her to tell him what he needs to do because he feels like he's getting screwed either way. So she says, my dad is MIA. My mom is barely lucid. I'm holding on by my fingertips. And yet somehow you're the one that's screwed. And she says, oh yeah, that's right. It's always gotta be about Pacey. And he says, please don't make me out to be the bad guy. I'll be a shoulder to cry on. I'll even be your punching bag. And she tells him that she keeps on adding things on in her life instead of subtracting and something's gotta give. And she tells him there's only one expendable thing in her life right now. And it's pretty much him. So he sits her down in a chair and he's like holding her hands down. And she like looks down at, (laughs) she does this thing where she like looks down, like, what are you doing? And he like lifts his hands up and he tells her that she's not in the right state of mind to make that decision right now. And he tells her she's not thinking straight. So she gets up and she says she is. For the first time, she's seeing everything crystal clear. And it's Pacey. He's the one who's got to give. She tells him that they need to cool it because us, that's the problem. And he says, you don't mean that. And now she's yelling and she tells him that if he really cares about her, if he really wants to help her, then he'll back off and just leave her alone.
1: This scene was slightly frustrating because I feel like while I understand where Pacey was coming from, he didn't read the situation well because I yeah. don't know about you or any of our listeners, but if I'm in a mood and somebody tells me that I am overreacting or I need to calm down, yes. all you're doing is going to piss me off. You make it worse. Like, I I don't know if Pacey just wasn't sure how to handle it or he didn't realize how mad she really was, but for, for you to just kind of kind of you know, say like you're not thinking straight, motherfucker. Yes, I am, and now yeah. I'm real mad. Like, <laughs> so yeah, be
0: on my side. Don't right. don't tell me that I'm overreacting. Yeah,
1: you know, listen to me, understand, and maybe redirect. And then when I'm calm, we can discuss it. But yeah. don't ever ever tell me what I am thinking or what I should be thinking or that I'm overthinking or whatever when I'm when I'm angry like that. Like, I just huh, don't do that, <laughs> men. <laughs> You are warned, okay. <laughs> women, you are well, I mean, I would assume that the women who would also know this, but mostly for the men who are trying to handle their women. Don't try to handle your women. Please, <laughs> at, at least not here.
0: <laughs> I had a situation recently with Justin where he he got a little out of control about a situation and I it was pointless. He did not listen to anything I said. He just continued doing, but he didn't get mad at me. He was just sort of like in his own zone. And I just said, listen, (laughs) I am not bailing you out of jail. (laughs) I was like, that's more embarrassing for me. So um, if you do anything stupid, um, prepare to call your mother or somebody because don't call me. But he gets like, like blinders and he doesn't hear. And I'm like trying to calm him down. And I'm like, it's not worth it, you know? Fixated. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. I'm not listening to you. So... Yeah, but it
1: doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I mean that's that's what happens though when you're when you're so angry, you know, you don't there's no room for anything else at that time.
0: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm always and I'm always like just be on my side. Don't be against me. Be on my side. And don't tell me that I'm not thinking straight. Like he really does handle it all wrong, but you know, yeah. he he does like he does turn it around because he's so on top of her. He's so worried, waiting for her to break and he notices that she's overreacting about the Barrett thing, but instead of just being like, like Andy, like what's happening? He turns it into like a more serious issue than it should have been, which
1: yeah, he, made her even I mean, more least, angry. <laughs> this is probably, I mean, it's still a learning curve, I think. Pacey is still navigating the way that she can be. You know what I mean? So it's going to be trial and error until he really gets the hang of it. And this was a little bit of an error, but he makes up for it later and he figures it out and he yeah, handles yeah. it better. So this was just the first real interaction where she was starting to kind of have issues. And now that he knows that she's on medication, he's just more conscious of it too. That's kind of like, if you think about it, um, cause you mentioned how he's paying more attention. He's so on top of her, you ever like go car shopping and you're looking at a specific type of car and then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Yeah. That's like, that's what it is to me. Like now that something is brought to your attention, you're going to, you're going to start paying attention and noticing it.
0: Yeah. That's like with anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, oh, I
0: just saw that such and such. And then you, you're like, oh my God, I'm seeing it everywhere I go. Yeah.
1: Everywhere. Yeah. Or when you learn a new, a new word in a different language and then you hear it all over the, all the time. You're like, I know that. Yeah. word. I know what you said. This is great. <laughs> It makes me happy when I learn things. (laughs) I like to learn things. (laughs) You do. (laughs) Yes, I'm weird. I know. (laughs) I just want to learn things. Teach me things.
0: Teach me things, Jack.
1: Teach me all the things.
0: So now we see Joey watching them film the scene where Dawson finds out that Joey kissed Jack. And it seems very awkward. And Chris and Devin are giving the performance of a lifetime. So Dawson Yell's cut. He over-exaggerates how great they were. He's like, that was incredible. That was amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so ridiculous.
1: Dude. I'm reliving my memories.
0: <laughs> He's like, wow, you guys really took my notes. <laughs> and Jen moves everyone along and tells them to keep moving and to set up the next shot before they lose the, the light. Jo- so Joey like storms over. She's like all upset. She grabs Dawson and he's still like, uh, overwhelmed by their performance. And he's like, Did you see that performance? And she's like, Yeah, great. We got to talk. <laughs> she like drags him away. <laughs> it was really funny. Was so funny. they go into Peterson's class, it's an empty classroom, and she's really upset with him now. She asks him why he keeps reliving in excruciating detail one of the most painful experiences of their lives. And She asks him if this is his perversely self-defeating way of moving on, or is he just trying to punish her? And he says neither. So weird, because Pacey said the same thing to him earlier. So she asks him how he can be okay with this. Didn't they mean anything to one another? Isn't anything sacred with him? She says, I know that you've gotten over us and everything that we went through, but has it occurred to you that maybe I haven't? And she says it takes time and she's happy he found it so easy to move on. But this movie is just self-indulgent and unfair. And he says, wait a minute, let's take a little refresher course, Joey. So now he's like pissed off.
1: I mean, I don't blame him. I was honestly a little bit pissed off with Joey in this scene, too, because she just like you broke up with him. I just I don't like how she was trying to make it about her. Yeah, I just mm, well, maybe I'm not over you. You broke up with him. You're seeing someone else yeah poor jack you know
0: i mean jack's got his own issues to deal with but she really Mm. did make such a big deal about how she needed to find herself and how she was like living for him even though she got what she wanted now she had nothing but she can't be upset with him for being able to move on like he says he's doing because like what is he gonna do sit there and mope around for her while she's out just living her life Which he basically gets into. So yeah, he says, wait a minute. Let's take a little refresher course. You broke up with me. You have a new boyfriend. You found your art passion. You have a whole new life. What do I have? And she says, a self-obsessed movie. And he says, forgive me for not letting go of the one thing I've got left. And she says, that's not healthy, Dawson. (laughs) And It's not, though.
1: I mean, (laughs) let it go.
0: But he's a but he is a filmmaker, so like,
1: I guess. But he used to maybe be a little bit more creative and come up with something.
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he did, though. It's just cosmetic enhancement.
1: Be <laughs> yeah, honest, on his life.
0: <laughs> this is the part where I'm chasing, oh. where Joey's chasing after me. <laughs> I'm gonna make it exactly like it happened a couple months ago. <laughs>
1: It's like he wants to relive his glory days, even though they're not so glorious.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why she's saying it's not healthy. No. So he says, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you bitch to me about what I've done. Okay, Joey? You left me. You dumped me. I haven't moved on. I haven't let go. That's why I'm clinging for dear life to the one thing that is keeping me going. And he walks out and he slams the door on her. So now we got a scene with Grams and Jen she's telling Jen that she saw how all of these young people were working together for a common goal and how impressed she was that Jen was the one who was in charge. And she says she watched a beautiful, accomplished young woman who just happened to be her granddaughter. And Jen says, she hopes she has everyone else fooled because she was flying by the seat of her pants. And Graham says, a woman movie producer. It had day. She didn't have, she didn't have so many options. (laughs) A woman movie producer. In my day, we didn't have that many options. <laughs> even, I haven't done at Grams in so long.
1: I know, you're a little rusty.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> she needs to be in the show more. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Grams, we miss you. Uh,
0: she says, but today, a woman can do anything they want and without a man by her side. And that's when Ty comes up and tells Jen he's ready to go. And Jen says, go ahead. I know you want to get it off your chest. So Grams just tells her to have a good time. She deserves it. But don't stay out too late. So Dawson walks by Pacey in the hall. He's sitting against a locker, um, like on his tippy toes. (laughs) Have you ever sat like that? It's so uncomfortable. Mm
1: -mm. Yeah. I feel like my, my everything would go numb. Now I'd just be in pain. Like somebody would have to help me because my knees would be like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) You're stuck here forever.
0: (laughs) like i can't get up my legs are stuck like i
1: would have to like fall over and then try to get up i would just roll (laughs) just roll me out the door (laughs) done
0: (laughs) oh my god um so pacey tells dawson that he screwed things up with andy because he pushed too hard and he says andy told him he's the one element in her life that she can do without So Dawson asks him if if she meant it, and Pacey says that he thinks so. So Dawson tells him to let her go. And he says, like, what you're doing with Joey? And Dawson says, what I'm trying to do with Joey. It's the only way to get someone to come back to you. So Pacey tells him, as much as that theory may work for Dawson, it doesn't apply to him. And he says he knows what he wants, and that's Andy. He says she's really hurting, and whether she knows it or not, she needs him. He has absolutely no intention of letting her go. And he's like, all right, whatever. (laughs) Don't take my advice. (laughs) Do whatever you want. (laughs) Um, So then Ty and I wrote Ty and Dawson are out together. No, Ty and (laughs) Jen are out together. They're going to Ty's friend Lloyd's house. And Jen says, oh, a party. I'm always up for a good party. So they walk in and it's like pretty quiet and tame. There's like no music playing. And. I guess his friend Lloyd walks out and says, Ty's here. We can get started. Like, they're waiting for him. And they sit down on the couch. Everybody's like, it looks like a group, whatever. I don't know. And then they all pull out their Bibles and start reading. The Bible
1: study. It's a Bible study group, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) It's a book group.
0: Well, yeah. So they all pull out their Bibles and start reading. So I wrote, oh, shit. This is like Jen's worst nightmare. Like, she's literally in hell. So what did you think about this?
1: I thought she should have known by now. <laughs> she should have known
0: better. I would have gotten up and walked out and never talked to him ever again. I don't think there's... I
1: would have gotten up. I would have sat there because it's, it would, I'm not rude, but.
0: <laughs> you don't think it's rude that he took her to a Bible study class without even asking her what her religion is?
1: I'm pretty sure he assumed that his or her religion was going to be what Graham's religion was because they know each other through church.
0: Yeah, but she doesn't go to church.
1: Stephen? I don't know. <laughs> I think it
0: was so rude of him to just like put Should his he have given her
1: more details yeah. on the gathering and not just say, "Hey, you want to come to a party tonight?" Mm-hmm. Like, unless he's in Graham's and him are plotting. I mean,
0: No, I don't think so. I think he's just right. he's just a religious freak.
1: And it was just weird and but I would I don't think I would have gotten up. I would have just been annoyed, would have looked around and been like, "Great, now I got to You know, try to decipher what it is they're saying in these
0: (laughs) or or (laughs) I would have been like I probably
1: would have fallen asleep, not gonna lie. I'd be like, all right, well you guys read and I'm gonna just take a nap.
0: Or I would have been like, I have to use the restroom real quick and then just And just
1: stay in the restroom until they're done. Oh
0: just walk out the front door.
1: Oh well you really just wanna you're gung ho about leaving. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's I guess maybe it would depend on how much I liked this person. You know what I mean? I would
0: look. I don't like him already because he tricked her and like, you can't trick somebody into doing something that you're not comfortable doing.
1: I'm literally trying to think about like, if this was somebody I just met, it was like a first date type thing. And he took me to a party and the party turned out to be like a Bible study. Like, what would I do? I really have no clue what I would do. I guess it would just depend on how much I like the person. And then we'd have a serious conversation afterwards. But I don't think I would just, unless they were like, I don't know, worshiping Satan and getting ready to sacrifice somebody, I'd be like out the door. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I'm all booked up on my, uh, you know, monthly sacrifices. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just would have been out of there. I just, she, and she like just sat there and was just
1: like, I can't believe it. Yeah. I probably would have looked like Jen. That's probably what I would have been like. (laughs) All right, this is not what I had in mind, but it could be worse. Well, it's
0: also like she had this whole like preconceived notion of of who he was because he was like sort of playing a- along with her, and you know, not that not that he he can't be sexual and religious at the same time, but I think I remember where this character goes, and I do think she stays with him for a while. But
1: I don't remember. I remember I, him, but I don't remember. There's something up with him. I just don't remember what it was.
0: I just wouldn't have been able to say. I would have been like, I can't be here. This is not I, my thing. I,
1: let me know when it's over. I'll meet you at the pizzeria.
0: <laughs> the pizzeria. Uh. Are we in a, are we in a, a teen comedy? <laughs> oh, I guess so. <laughs> See you at the pizzeria. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna be at the Korean place, you know, right down the street, getting me a baguette box. So just uh, let me go.
0: Looking at yeah. the hot Korean guys,
1: watching K-pop on the TV. It's close.
0: Cool. <laughs> oh, you god. have fun
1: with your book. I'll be, uh, I'll be over here eating with some chopsticks because yum.
0: <laughs> oh my god, now I want oh, sushi.
1: I'm. I know. I really want a baguette <clears throat> box. What is that? oh delicious it's like chicken and noodles and rice and something else i can't oh there's like um like lettuce stuff it's, it's a it's like a dinner box oh and you can get like the spice i don't really get the spicy although kimchi is so good
0: we order from this place called ginsu or something it's in drexel hill and they have um they have really good sushi and then it's hibachi so it's like it's a Japanese place
1: I love hibachi
0: yeah it their food is so good I like don't know what they use to cook it but we ordered hibachi at the the place close to us it wasn't as good I I didn't like it but they have really good steak Mm. it's been
1: a really long time since I went to a hibachi place and that person had like some mm. mad skills and aim because all I did was open my mouth and something landed (laughs) and it was so good
0: it was probably oh, a little man. shrimp that's what they always do the shrimp
1: was it sh- it might have been yeah. shrimp or some kind of dough i don't know
0: <laughs> what dough? i don't
1: remember this was a very long time ago okay we're talking like over 10 years ago
0: yeah i haven't been to a bocce place in a long time either all right so now we hear bruce springsteen's sad eyes playing which we heard earlier in the episode i really like this song Andy's doorbell's ringing. She's running down to answer it. She opens it and we see Pacey holding a rose and she just tells him to go away and she slams the door. Um, so now he's climbing up her terrace, right? Terrace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he almost falls and she says, is this your way of staying away from me? And he tells her that she needs him. Who else is going to put up with her? And <sighs> she tells him, I hate that line. Who else is going to put a up jerk. with her?
1: <laughs> Somebody will, will love me.
0: Yeah, it's such a dumb line. I hate that. So she tells him it's just one shove and a long way down. And I have to say, for as messy as they're making her look in this scene, I thought she looked really pretty. I don't know what it was. The lighting, maybe. I think hey. Meredith Monroe is pretty as it is. But she—I not I thought she looked really good in this scene. I don't know what it was. I don't know. She was a mess, but I liked it.
1: All right. <laughs> all right. All right.
0: So he he tells her that he'll just have to climb right back up. And she tells him he's acting like a psycho and the last thing she needs in her life is another crazy person. So she goes to shut the window and he stops her and he tells her he's not going to let her push him away. So she's getting upset now and she tells him she just wants to feel better. And I was like, I know, Andy, I totally get it. (sighs) We all just
1: want to feel better.
0: Yeah, it sucks. Um, He climbs in her window and says he knows he just wants to help her because she she's helped him and he says that they can do this together. He says he knows that he can help her and she asks him, "How does he know he can help her?" And he says, "Because Andy, I love you." And she says, "I love you too." And they kiss.
1: Ooh, yeah, it was sweet. Love Casey. I don't care what anybody says.
0: <laughs> so, we got a quick scene. It's Dawson cleaning up and Chris and Devin walk over and you know, he tells him that they did a really good job. They ask him if he wants to go out for food, and he says no. He's just going to stay. So then Devin comes back and tells him that um, she was impressed by him today.
1: Oh well, now he can really just move on with his life because she was impressed. I
0: know. He's like, "Thank God I cast you. <laughs> you actually, I like... really
1: needed your approval. You just <laughs> don't even know." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
0: I know the the nude model is like impressed. So.
1: His life is complete. I know. His goals have been reached. <laughs> they have I'm been achieved. I'm trying to remember.
0: I'm like, do they date? I don't remember. Because no, I feel like I don't, know, so. I don't, I don't know, know, know if she comes back for another episode.
1: He start. he date. I only really remember him seriously dating was Gretchen.
0: I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him dating other girls.
1: Uh uh-uh, uh. Joey, obviously.
0: But and I'm then like, there's
1: like somebody in the college years.
0: Oh yeah. Um yeah, I know I know her real name, her but I don't often. remember her fake her or
1: something. fake
0: name. Oh yeah, she played an actress, right?
1: Yeah, she played an actress. Yeah, he was dating some hot actress, Mr. Oh Producer. God.
0: It's on the tip of my tongue.
1: <laughs> I want to
0: look it up now. Natasha. Yeah. She
1: was
0: in eight episodes of season the final season. All right. So Devin tells Dawson that he made such an effort to make the script so precisely match reality. And yet he changed the ending. She says, my psych professor would say, and he cuts her off and says, let me guess. Your psych professor would say that I should give up all hope for a past and focus on the future. She says, very good. Mm-hmm. So she tells him that he shows real potential as a director and asks him if he wants to join them for dinner. And he says, he just wants to be there. And she's like, all right, see ya. I'm going to go bang crust." And <laughs> you don't remember that part. So Joey appears out of nowhere She just like walks out from behind a tree (laughs) Because now she's watching Devin She's studying Devin (laughs) And
1: And she's not even obvious Like Devin is at least obvious This one's (laughs) hiding behind a tree like a damn creeper
0: She really wasn't hiding behind a tree (laughs) (laughs) It looked like she was The way she came into the scene
1: (laughs) Boom. <laughs> <She got> binoculars.
0: <laughs> you're like, you don't, you're really close, Joey. You don't need binoculars. <laughs> she's like, but she's really small.
1: <laughs> and her camera with like crazy yeah uh, zoom on it, you know. <laughs> 200 zoom camera. When all is you hear is, like, is the click click 20 click, feet click, away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are like, what is she doing? <laughs> I can
1: see the sweat. <laughs> That's how close I need
0: to be. Well, she's seen everything about her, so. Mm. Um, So Joey apologized to Dawson for treating him the way she did. And she tells him that it's just been hard watching her life being reenacted in front of uh, half of Capeside. So he apologizes for hurting her or offending her in any way. And he tells her that he thought by making this movie, he could just put the past behind him in one fell swoop. Turns out it doesn't work that way. And she says, if only it did work that way. So he tells her he spent the last few months trying to figure out how to be without her. And he thought by acting like he was over her, it would work. But all he wanted to do was just crawl into his room with his best friend and shut the blinds and pour his heart out to her. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, right, because you're always fucking crying in her lap. So she tells him he doesn't realize that it's been just as difficult for her. It's been tearing her apart. And she tells him she knows that they'll always be connected and that their lives are always destined to be intertwined. (laughs) Wait, she goes, I know that we're always going to be connected and that our lives are always destined to be intertwined, but we have to move on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was not expecting that. Joey, your voice got really, really deep
0: all of a sudden. That was Dawson. (laughs) He goes, a little bit today, a little more tomorrow. And that's when Jack comes over to leave with Joey. So Dawson thanks him for all his help, which I thought was nice.
1: That was nice.
0: And Jack even asked Dawson if uh, they want them to stay and help clean up. And he tells them, no, you gave me enough of your time today. Have fun. So they leave and say goodnight, not goodbye. And (laughs) Dawson just watches them leave. And somebody comes over and turns off one of the lights. And they fade out with him just walking on the set, which is like Dawson's home, you know. And that's where the episode ends. It's over. I thought it was a good episode. I really did.
1: I did too. I'm very proud of Pacey turning that around. And Yeah. I love that the what's her face was on it. Because the entire time I saw her cute little face, I was like Josie and the pussycats.
0: I'm surprised you're saying that when you talk about she's all that.
1: I know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no.
0: I mean, you talk about you talk about the other movie more, not another teen. Not another print.
1: teen movie, yeah. Which is the spoof, but um, I loved her in Josie and the Pussycats. I love Josie and the Pussycats. It's just fantastic, it's so good. I haven't
0: seen that in years. I, I saw them in the movies. I remember. I remember liking it, but I just always remember her from She's All That.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's usually what you think of. Yeah, and I have to say, like, both.
0: <laughs> it's so funny just that they cast her or that she was able to even do this because. At that time, it was like that group of young actors were in like yeah, everything, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, so it was like exciting because I remember being like, "Oh my God, Rachel Lee Cook is gonna be in Dawson's Creek." That's probably why I remember it so well too, because I was just excited that she was on the show. Mm-hmm. I probably already said that, but um yeah, it was a good episode, and i and I had to check, but i don't I don't know if she's in any more than this I'm sure she is,
1: maybe one, but I don't know, I don't remember,
0: yeah um another fun fact rachel lee cook was in a movie called texas rangers with james vanderbeek and ashton kutcher and usher and other people i can't remember right now but um we recently watched it on netflix it's not a bad movie it's one of those james vanderbeek movies i never watched when it came out back then but it's pretty good
1: i've never seen any movies with james vanderbeek in it so
0: well we have to watch (laughs) varsity blues for at one point
1: we'll have to cuz i'm telling you i've never seen
0: it yeah that's one of his best ones we really i've heard of it does it i saw so at the goodwill i i went to the goodwill on saturday um found nothing but um i did look through their cd's cuz i always look through the cd's at the goodwill i found the varsity blue soundtrack which i already own and i'm always tempted to buy these things cuz i'm like maybe i can resell it or give it to somebody and i did think of you cuz i when i think of when I see anything regarding Dawson's Creek, obviously I think of you, but I was like, we really do need to watch this movie at some point. And I, I don't remember you telling me that you never saw it, but I was like, yeah. I should get this for Jamie. But I was like, well, she really care if I give this to her. <laughs>
1: I don't listen to CDs as it is. If I really wanted to listen to it, I'll just look at Spotify.
0: Yeah, I know. You told me that before. I was like, yeah. I'm not wasting my money on well, it. Well,
1: I can't tell you. I think the last time I listened to a CD was in my car and it was because the radio was cutting in and out <laughs> and I was getting annoyed.
0: So. Yeah, that's like the only time I listen to CDs, too. I don't even have I, mean, like I can't a real, listen to
1: anything else. Yeah.
0: I don't even have like a real CD player. Um, but that was the episode. Next week is To Be or Not To Be Part 1 and I watched the the beginning, and I think this is the, the episode where Jack comes out.
1: Yeah, there's... A, yeah, okay, I remember this.
0: Because he's talking about writing a poem. We're so. getting
1: closer. We're getting closer to the third season. We're getting closer. I know, getting I closer. can't believe
0: it. Huh. I can't believe it. We're already Let's halfway through the second season.
1: I know, it's fantastic. It's crazy. I'm shocked. Totally crazy. All
0: right, well, I know we both had very long days. And we have a lot of stuff to do ourselves, and it's late, so we can end the episode here. Jamie, why don't you tell everybody where they can find your sorry ass?
1: <laughs> huh. So you can find me at jaylin underscore booklover. <laughs> and
0: if you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at Creek Talk Podcast, and on Twitter, you can follow us at Creek Talk Pod. And you can rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify now. That would be amazing. And if you would like to send us an email, just tell us how we're doing or give us a funny story to tell or tell us how you relate to Dawson's Creek or anything. Send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Tell your loved ones that you love them, hug them, and just be kind to people. That's all.
1: Even if you're having a bad day.
0: Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It really doesn't hurt. Just love one another. Well, everybody, we hope you have a great weekend. We will see you next week. Bye!
1: Bye. <laughs> We're so weird! about Dawson's Creek.